All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now we're recording. Amen. Amen. So we spent the last several months talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We've been talking about the the events that took place over the three days of the death, burial, and resurrection, and we come to the realization that anything and everything that has to do with our complete salvation, which is salvation meaning being saved, being made whole, being healed, delivered, being prospered, being protected, entering into rest, being at peace, and sharing in the life that we have with Christ Jesus, and sharing in new life. This is what salvation is. And in salvation, we, we everything was about us was affected by resurrection life. So we we have new life. So we found out that anything, every part of that was established within the three days from the cross to the throne. Everything. It was made complete within three days. Within three days. And on the third day, Jesus became the firstborn from the dead. Right. He was the first born again person. Man, I know <laughs> I, I need to show you that in the scripture so that you'll know it. And that you'll and then, you know, we go over the scriptures, but these scriptures need to be made our reality. Yeah. Okay? So we're gonna go over to Colossians chapter I'm gonna go out a couple of places and look at it. Cause you need to know these. First place, we're going to go to Colossians chapter 1. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus was the first born from the dead. That's right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Colossians chapter 1. And we're going to look at verse, oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, thank you. Let's look at, uh, let's start at verse 13, because I love this. Okay. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We should be so excited about that. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, or the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. So we see that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they whether thrones or dominions, or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Watch this now. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. 
And look at verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn. Look at this. The firstborn from the dead, that in all he might have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of the cross by him. Oh, I'm sorry. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him, whether things in heaven or things or things in earth or things in heaven. So, right there, when Jesus, wow, I, I want you to get this. This is so huge. Very rarely do you hear this preach like this. Jesus, right here, shows that he is the Alpha. That's right. That's right. That's he right, is God. the Alpha. Can you call him? Jesus. All right, I got some bad static on that one. Okay. So he is the alpha. Jesus is the beginning. It starts with him, and then we'll see later. He he speaks of himself. He says, I am the alpha, and I am the omega. Amen. 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 Beginning and end. Right. Everything in the same. Yes. Um, he's yeah, and everything he's he's and say it again, Greg. He's what? I said he's the beginning and the end, and everything in between. That is so important to understand. That he is. I like the way you said that. He is. He is the. He is the beginning. He's the firstborn from the dead, which implies that he himself has defeated death. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is so huge. He has defeated death. Death had to be defeated. He defeated death in the grave, the power of death, the power Amen. of sin. Amen. He's, Amen. Amen. He defeated death, okay? How? By resurrection. He's the first one to come back from, from death ever to come back from death and never ever die again. Amen. Death in no way, form, or fashion has any power over him. Because he has resurrection life. And listen, so he established this life. That's That's what Greg means when he says he's the beginning and he's everything in between. He's the beginning, the end, and everything in between. What does that mean? Listen, listen, people. This is where you have to find yourself. You have to find yourself alive with him and in everything that he is in between, to which there is no end. That's right. It Praise starts with God. him. It ends with him. I'm going to show you. Let's look at this. Thank you for saying that, Greg. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you something here. 
Go to, uh, well, before I do that, go to Revelation chapter 1. Then I'm going to take you over to uh, to another, to something. I'm going to show you something else. I'm going to show you the end point. Revelation chapter 1. All right. Revelation chapter 1. And we're going to read. Revelation chapter 1, we're going to read, um, let's start of, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and start at verse 1. I'm going to read that for the second time. Revelation chapter 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ, this is John, all right, uh, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified by his angels unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written uh, therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which which are in Asia, Grace unto you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before the throne. All right? And this is what I want you to see. Verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the first begotten from of the dead. Once again, that's another verse of Scripture that talks about him being Born of uh, being the first begotten from the dead, the first one resurrected from the dead, the first born again person. He's the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and mm-hmm. has made us kings, mm-hmm. and has made us kings and priests unto God mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. his father. To him, glory and dominion forever and amen. ever. Amen. 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 So there we amen. go. That's, that's two places. Romans chapter 8. Let's go over there. Pastor, why do you keep going over this? Because you need to know this. Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. And... uh <laughs> Glory to God. Let's look at verse. Oh, my goodness. Let's start at, all right, verse 28. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. Hope you're writing these scriptures down or at least turning to them and getting them in front of your eyelids, your eye gate, so they can enter into your heart. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to purpose, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate, conform to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn of many brethren. There it is again. That's three times. It talks about him being the firstborn, or the firstborn from the dead, one said. The first begotten from the dead, Revelation says. And then, or, yeah, yeah. 
And then and then here we see, once Man. again, he is called what now? What's he called? Huh? He's called the firstborn among many brethren. He's the firstborn again now. And because of him, because of his resurrection, and us accepting him, everything that he did to become born again has been applied to you and I. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank Romans you, Jesus. chapter Romans chapter six says this. Just go there real quick. I'm laying a foundation. Stay with me. Romans chapter six and verse uh start at verse one. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Paul said, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live there any longer? Know you not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus, were baptized into his death? So because we were baptized into Jesus, whatever he did and accomplished, we became a part of it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, shut up, Mother God. Thank you, Jesus. We're in him. Watch this now. Know you, all right, uh, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that likewise, like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. So, it's implying that Jesus is walking in the newness of life. Right. What kind of life? Resurrection life. What kind of life? Resurrection life. But look what it says. Like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the same life. We should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. Knowing that an old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. But he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Amen. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dies no more, death has no more dominion over you. Let me tell you something. If That's it has right. no more dominion over him, it has no more dominion over you. That's right. The death only results with spiritual death. No kind of death has no dominion over over you. Amen. No curse has dominion over you. No sickness disease has dominion over you. Amen. No lack has dominion over you and I. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Because it doesn't have dominion over him. Amen. This is as plain as day. That's right. Amen. Amen. But in that he died, he died unto sin. Hallelujah. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, look here, verse 11, don't you miss this. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed to sin. In other words, sin has no dominion over you. That's right. But alive unto God through Jesus Christ. 
our Lord. Once again, Greg, you said this a minute ago. You said that he was not only the beginning and the end, but everything in between. This right. is the in-between. Watch this. Right. Likewise, you reckon yourself to be dead in Jesus, Jesus said, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. That is, that is your in-between. Let us right. not sin, therefore, not, don't let sin rule over you. Don't let Man, it reign in order not that you should obey in the lust of your flesh. All right? Now, so what is the point here? The point is that we're one with Christ, whether you like it or not. That's right. If you're a born-again believer, every, so what this implies is if you're a born-again believer, everything that is Christ is you. That's right. Belongs to you. Everything, everything that's kind of true. That's it's right. Your, everything. The life that he has, you now have. Amen. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Yeah. What, what did uh, Paul says? Paul says in Galatians 2.20, he says, I've been crucified with Christ, yet I live. Yet now, not, uh, not I, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And, I, and the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. What does that mean? With, and it says where he died for me, where he gave himself for me, where he loved me and died for me. All right? I'm kind of paraphrasing that. Next verse, he says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. In other words, frustrating the grace of God is me trying to live this life without Christ being everything in between. That's right. That's right. All right? All right, let's go to first. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter one. Let's look at let's look at the in between. First Corinthians uh, one, and we're going to look at verse thirty. Oh, glory to God! Mm-hmm. All right, I'll start. I'll tell you. What, I'm, I'll start at. All right, I'm, I'll start at verse. Uh, I'm gonna start at verse. Uh, oh my Lord, thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna start at verse 24. And I, I'm, I promise I'm gonna let some of y'all read as we go. But I want to lay this foundation. But unto them which are called, both Jews and, and Greeks, or Jews and Gentiles, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Mm-hmm. For you see, for you ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. He don't call those people because they know too much. Their flesh rules, flesh controls. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised have God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to nothing things that are. Look, that no flesh 
should glory in his presence. That no flesh, you see, if that was the case, Jesus couldn't bend your everything in the middle. That's right. Watch this. But here he is, verse 30, brothers and sisters. This is what he says about Christ. This is who he says Christ is to you. He says, but of him, talking about you and me, talking about Jesus, he's talking about us, but of him are you in Christ Jesus. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That according mm-hmm. as it is written, he that glorious, let him glory in the Lord. In the Lord. Amen. Give him the praise. Thank you, Jesus. He, Thank you, he Jesus. is your, he is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. And for you and me right here, God is saying he's everything in between. He's your That's wisdom. Right. He's your righteousness. He's your sanctification. And he is your redemption. You are never without him. You are never, listen to me. You are never without blessing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are never, if he is your everything in between, you can never, ever be without blessing. That's right. That's right. That's right. Ephesians Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. I want somebody to stop me and ask me some questions. If If you're confused, just tell me. If you're excited, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy God. Hallelujah. Chapter one, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stay excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dorothy, did you say something? I don't quite understand why, you know, what what it means about his cho- chosen the foolish things of the world, etc. Well, all right, all right, because you got men that think they're wise and know everything. And he says he also, he takes the things that, let me go back to the verse so I can read that. I don't misquote it. He takes, in other words, he'll take little things. When, in 1 Corinthians 130, uh, not, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. What he's saying is here, um, all right, and when he says the foolish things, he's talking about things that are foolishness to men, not to him. Okay? He says in he verse says, 27, God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Right. And All right? It's foolishness that somebody would have to die to pay my debt. It's foolishness to the wise. It makes no sense. Right. It's foolishness that Jesus would have to come to, that he would lay his perfect life down for me. Why would he do that? That's foolishness to the wise. It didn't make any sense to the, uh, it didn't, right. it, it, he's not calling it foolish to him. In other words, things that, that he does, men think are foolish. That's why they can't right. believe him. Exactly. They, because they have to call on to their own wisdom. And not his wisdom, because if you look at verse twenty-eight, he goes and he goes into verse verse thirty. See, it makes sense to you and me 
Why? Because he has been made unto us wisdom. Amen. And righteousness. That's right. And sanctification. That's so right. what is it's not saying that he and things that all right, all right, take for instance that God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. What weak things? Love. People think that it's you know, that compassion. That made no sense to those to these people during that period of time. Love your neighbor. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these things just made no sense to the to the to the wise. It made no sense to you know they were an eye for an eye. Forgiveness. No, that's right. They were about no yeah. I mean, forgiveness right. once again. Forgiveness. Right. That makes no sense to to men. That's but right. But it says here in verse thirty. Watch this now. Let's read. Let's read it. That was twenty-eight. It says, "But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound things which are mighty." All right, talking about kings and things like that. And, and and watch this. And the the base things of the world, the simple things which are despised, God have chosen. Yes, and things which are not. Remember, God is a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. He, cho- he, chooses things, he chooses things that they can't see or comprehend. That's right. All right? Amen. Because, those, because, the, because the God's a God that calls those things that be not as though they were, so he brings those things to nothing that are. That's right. Amen. All right? Manifest, 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 manifestation of sickness, disease, and all of those things. That's how right. on earth? Right. How can on earth can a man be healed without medication? That's right. Jesus. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. I mean, of course, I agree. I I mean, I'll take, I'll take you as a prime example of that, of this scripture, because just in, having, in listening to you and listening to you tell about conversations you've had, just your way, the way you see life now in and through Jesus Christ, when you speak to people, the things that you say are foolishness to them. But to you, right. it's life. Right. Dorothy, it's life. I got the perfect example. Your tooth. <laughs> I was just thinking of that, the girl said, I believe in God, but, you know, healing a tooth. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Amen. Thank Dorothy. You, That's right. Dorothy, your daughter anything in the hospital. It's anything. Your daughter, Dorothy, in the hospital. When you walked in that room and you said, oh, you're not going to need that. It's going to happen. Remember that? Yeah, and, and, and when the nurse took her blood pressure, said she said, "Well, my blood pressure should be up because your mom's in the room," and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the doctors don't understand it. See, they're the wise. They don't. It's the foolish things, the things that that they, they that's foolishness. You're gonna right. say that you're healed, and you, you're gonna say you're healed, and I'm sitting here looking at your leg hanging off. That's right. That's right. That's right, Doc. That's right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now look, 
Now look at now let's let's keep going. Let's look. I want to show you something. We're gonna go right on down, and I'm gonna go right on to chapter two since we're here. Man, I'll tell you the Holy Ghost does this. We're not we're, we're not going to what I had planned right now. We're gonna keep going. Where but he at? says, but of him, but of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. Verse thirty, one thirty. You can read it. Go ahead and read. Because I want you to read. I want you to start reading. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us. He, Christ is your wisdom. Say it. Christ is my wisdom. Christ is my wisdom. I'm never without wisdom. And righteousness. I'm never, I'm never not righteous. That's right. My sanctification. My sanctification. My redemption. My redemption. Hallelujah. You see, these are all the things in between the Alpha and the Omega. Everything in between. That according. That's right. That according as it is written, he that glorious, let him glory in God. You see, wise men and people that are wise in their own mind, they are wise in their own wisdom. That's right. In their own mind. Watch this. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul said this. This is the letter. It continues. Verse, chapter 2, verse 1. He says, and I, brethren, yes. Wait, where are you at? I'm in First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 now. We're going in chapter 2. We just came out of um, 130, and we're going right, into verse 2. All right. Uh, chapter, two, verse, chapter 2, verse 1. And in chapter 2, verse 1, it says, And I, brethren, this Paul, when I came to you, came not to you with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. No, that's not the way I came to you, not in my own excellency. For I determined, listen to this, and this is all you and I need to know, and we need to know it well. For I determined not to know anything among you, save many except Jesus Christ. And him crucified. You see, I was with you in weakness and, and in fear and in much trembling. Watch this. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but the demonstration of the spirit of power that made no sense unto them. The demonstration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is what he's saying here. And the spirit of power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. What's this? Mm-hmm. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Right. But in the power of God, and you never you can never understand the power of God if you don't understand the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And his right. You'll That's never right. understand the power of God. How it, it will never make. All right, he said, "How be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of the world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught." You, you see that word "naught," right? Mm-hmm. Go back over to verse twenty-seven. Verse what is it? Verse. Uh, where is it at? Oh, verse 28, go back to 128. And the base thing of the world, the base things of the world, and the things which are despised, have God chosen, yes, 
the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are. You see that word not again down here. And brought to nothing. All right, so once again, verse verse 6, chapter 2, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, that are complete, yet not the wisdom or mature, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to nothing. They're coming to their wisdom comes to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery, the hidden which God ordained before the foundation, I mean, before the world unto glory. He ordained these things that, with the things that we're talking about, the death, burial, and the resurrection, and the power of God, uh, the, the power of God to bring about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, all right, this was in effect before the world. At verse 8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, stay with me now, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Amen. Thank so you, God, Jesus. Amen. Watch this now. That's right. That, that's it. Receive it. But God have revealed them, have revealed unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. There it is right there. Those things that are not. He calls, no, no. He, God's the God that calls those things that be not as though they are. He's talking about things from the spirit. Amen. And it changes those things that are. For what man knoweth the for what man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so what's oh my gosh, y'all better get ready for this. Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we, all of us on this call, have not we have received not the spirit of the world. Right. But the spirit which is of God. That's right. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That we would know the Alpha, the Omega, and everything in between. Which things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. But spiritual things with spiritual. Watch verse 14. But the natural man, the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. That's the foolishness there, Dorothy. Spiritual things of God are foolishness to the natural man because they are Spiritually discerned. They don't come from man's books. They don't come from man's wisdom. These things are spiritual. And they don't have the Holy Spirit. And these things things are revealed by the Spirit Spirit of God because they are spiritual. But he that is spiritual 
judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. For who have known the for who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have what? The mind of Christ. Amen. We have the mind of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. We have for we have the mind of Christ. And see, these are the things that are important to us, is to learn to know spiritual things. And, and how do we know that? By getting our mind renewed. The verse, chapter 3, verse 1 says, And our brother could not speak to you. He's talking to the body here. And he's talking to the church at Corinth here. And our brother could not speak as unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, mm-hmm. unto babes. Unto babes in Christ. We, we've we been studying that on Sunday. I have mm-hmm. fed you with milk and not with meat. For here until you are not able to, you're not able, neither now are you able to bear it. But now he's talking to believers. He says, for you are yet carnal. And he talks about all the things they're going to. And talking about, you know, this is what we see in the body of Christ today. It says, for you are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? You see, me and you, brothers and sisters, in Christ, we're not to walk as mere men. That's right. That's right. For, for yeah. while for one, says, one says, I am of Paul, and another says, I am of Apollos, are you not mm-hmm. carnal? Who is Paul and who is Apollos but ministers? By whom you believe, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Apollos have watered. But God gives the increase. Gives the increase. Amen. And see what, yeah, so then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth. But God gives the increase. Now, he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You know what that means? You know what that means? It says you are God's building. Listen to me. What that means is you are his husbandry. That means he works in you. It's like a gardener. It's gardener. He is the one who works in the garden. He's working in you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, today, when people say, you know, this, this, he's talking about what we're faced with today. I'm, you know, I'm Baptist. I'm Methodist. I'm this. I'm that. I'm this. I'm that. <laughs> yeah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. But it's only one guy. It's only one guy. One God. Well, <laughs> amen. Well, there's one that, Savior. That, that religion. One God. Amen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, one Savior. I don't care how many religion names they call. There's only one. There's only one way to heaven through Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now. Amen. Now, so, so, and and what we have to come in, what we have to come into agreement with is that everything is already done for us. Thank you, Lord. That, that that it's already done. That that our prayer should always be based on what's finished. 
what's done, what's the fact. You know, I've been on Sundays. I've been given, on Sundays, I've been giving us a number of scriptures. I gave three scriptures uh, on uh, for the last three Sundays. But this past Sunday, I gave four scriptures. And the, and those are I'm, I'm handing giving out the promises of God. And the reason I'm giving them out is because that you may know. When the scripture says that we're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And and then when the scripture says all of the promises of God are yes and they are amen, the reason I'm giving out those scriptures on Sunday is so that we would know how to speak. Okay. So we right. would know what to declare. God never asked, God never wanted a believer to be a beggar. Okay. He wants you to eat of the tree of life. Okay. And those promises are on the tree of life. Amen. Yes, and amen. It's like we live in a forest. We live in a forest of promises and blessings. And we go from one tree to the next to get whatever promise it is that needs to be applied to our life. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yes and amen. You reach up, I need peace. You grab a piece off the tree. Yes. And then you need need strength. And you grab strength off the tree. Yes. You are never, as a believer, based on what we just, everything that we just said and everything we, we read. Everything that we need, we know that God wants us to put a demand on it. Not yes. that, I'm not saying you put a demand on God. He's already done it. He wants you to put a, a demand on the blessings. Because they are yours. Promise. Yes. Put a demand on the promises, yes. Second, second Corinthians, let me see, I think it's 120. I believe it's Second Corinthians one twenty. I'm about to find out. Oh my Lord! Yeah, honey, will you read that? I'm, gonna let, I'm tired of talking. Second <laughs> <laughs> Corinthians one twenty. For all the read twenty twenty one, and read on down. Twenty twenty one twenty two. For all the promises of God in him, yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. Now he which established us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul that to spare you I came not as yet unto Corinth. Don't read that. Not for that we have um, dominion over your faith, but our helpers of your joy. For by faith you stand. For by faith you stand. Amen. Pastors, by pa- faith. pastors, are not to, pastors are not to control the people. Pastors have to understand the shepherds under shepherds, and they lead and they lead the people to the chief shepherd. Amen. Because you belong Amen. to him. You don't belong to me. You don't belong to us. Right. And this life that we have in Christ Jesus, this is this is what we have. 
How are we asking the Father? Father, I thank you. I thank you. We believe and we receive. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory Amen. to God. We have the power of God on our behalf. We have everything. Matter of fact, I know we go over this a million times or more, but it seems like it, but I want you to get it. So I'm just going to be my last passage of Scripture here, uh, passage of Scripture, unless, you know, I don't know, I, I shouldn't say that. Everybody say I say that, and I do ten more. But, <laughs> stay with me. Going to Ephesians chapter 1, I'm going to show you. I want, to, I want you to see what we're doing here today and what we've been doing these last, you know, since we've been doing this Bible study and what we do on Sunday morning. This is what this is what God you know, He's God's opening eyes of our understanding. Look at verse sixteen. He, uh my reader left. Anybody else want to read? Ephesians one sixteen. I'm gonna read seventeen. Uh huh. Ephesians, Ephesians one sixteen. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, here Paul is, I'll go, I'll go ahead and read it. See, I got it, Pastor. Paul says, Peace. All right, go ahead Peace and read not, it. Peace not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the man, the Father okay. of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge Amen. of God. Amen. Amen. So keep going. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards Toward to believe, according to the working of his mighty power, right, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far right there, Craig. That's good. Okay. I'm going to show you something. This is what I said in the very beginning. What I said in the very beginning that everything and anything that has to do with our salvation, right, was done in those three days. So Paul comes back, and Paul says that that God, that he may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, which he's given us Jesus, and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ and who he is, that he was the firstborn from the dead, all right, that he is the alpha, that he is the omega, everything in between, that he died and he purchased us, all of these things, and that you have his life and you have his nature. All of these things is what he wants you to know. He says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, the eyes of your understanding, that's your heart. That's not your brain. That is your heart. The eyes of your understanding is your heart, that you may know, that word know, that you may experience what is the hope of his calling. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in you and I. 
of his inheritance, the riches of it, of the, of the glory of his inheritance in the same. And in verse 19, and, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Yes. To us word. To us word. He wants you to know that you're never without strength. You're never without power. That if you live and walk in his word, that his power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is on your behalf, and, and this power backs his word. Right. Thank you, it Lord. It you when you speak his word. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. This same power, this power. In other words, no promise will go unattended to or will be held back from you. Unfulfilled, that's it. And and anything that gets in the way, his power will deal with it. That's right. Thank God. For what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe? You think his power will heal you because you believe he's your healer? You believe that that will provide for you? Do you think he'll bless your family and your children? If you believe, you think his power? That his power will work on your behalf, that it'll work in your life, it'll work in your family, it'll work in your children, it'll work on your generations. Right. You think so? Lord. Which Thank you, Lord. He worked, his, all these things will work into Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. He set Amen. Jesus in a place of rest. Your work is finished. Your work is done. Amen. Hallelujah. Rest. Now that you rest, the people can rest. My children can rest. That's right. Hey. We're sitting at a place that's far above all principality (laughs) and power and might and dominion. Any other power, there's no better power. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things, he has put all under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to you and I. The church, which is his body. We are his body. The fullness of we fulfill him and he fulfills us. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Do you know who you are? (laughs) That's right. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. What is that? You know who you are. Amen. Thanks, everybody, for coming on tonight. I know we've all been blessed because the word, blessing is built into the word of God. When we hear Hallelujah. And we just just thank you. As Pastor was saying, please go back and listen to these messages and let the Spirit just continue to minister to your heart. And he continues to grow us up. And um, we're going to pray now. Any, oh, sorry, any comments, any questions? I like Pastor. Pastor, I like that. Well, I like that where you said that uh, uh, it's it's not a matter of uh, the the, uh, the pastors controlling us. You know, I. That's right. I that's a that's a good point good point to be brought out. I I the Lord told literally us. 
literally I had a, a pastor um, who, who expressed that in, in not in, in those words, but I remember my, my husband questioned him and said, well, what if you have, uh, you have troublemakers in your, in your church or, or, uh, and he, he laughed and he said, I have a big thumb. I have a big thumb, meaning meaning wow. that he was that that he was the controller, and um, that that you know that yeah. question of control. That's that's God's God's business. God controls. God controls. You know, you know, the scripture told us, told pastors that we're not the Lord over his over his inheritance. There you go. He told us to not, don't Lord over them. I'm their Lord. Yes. The Lord told, the Lord told Pastor Pearlie and I together, told us the same time, told us, when he sent us out to minister, he said to teach the word and love the people. That's all he told us to do. That's beautiful. Teach, Amen. Teach the word, love the people. Love the people. We we belong to him. Amen. Amen. And he belongs to you. Yes. I want to lift up. I want to lift up. I want to lift up a few people. If you got anybody you want to add to this prayer list tonight, you're welcome to do so. But I met this precious sister today. Um, she uh, absolutely beautiful. Her name is Jamie. Uh, she was in visiting her son from uh, from um, from Ohio, from Cincinnati, and uh, and I told her I would I would lift her up in prayer. You know, she had dealt with melanoma, like skin cancer. I think she said she dealt with it three times, and she dealt oh. with the very other horrific things in her lifetime. But let me tell you something: she's a daughter of the Most High God. I want to speak life over her, and I want her to to because she I know she loves God passionately. And she wants the word. She wants the word of God in her life. She wants to know the God's word. I, I already know it. I can just tell you. And she's a born again believer. She came out of Catholicism, and mm. but she wants she wants to know the word. And um, and, and Jesus. God's gonna, we're gonna we're gonna yes we're gonna speak speak blessings over her life. So I'm gonna particularly pray for her. And if you need to add somebody to the prayer list tonight, just let me know and we'll go on. But I'm gonna open up right now. And I'm going to pray for Jamie, and I'm going to pray for her family. She has two children, um, you know, and, you know, she has another story. But one of these days, I pray, God, she'll come on, and she'll be able to share that with you. But in the meantime, we're just, I'm going to do and honor my words. I said that we as, a, we as a family, a group, would pray for her. Amen? Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. Father, Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We thank you, Father, for this life that we have in Christ Jesus, Father. Father, we thank you for each and every one that's on this call tonight. We thank you, Father, that we all are coming to the true saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, that we mature and grow up and walk in, begin to walk in, to walk in everything that Jesus has, has given, that Jesus, that you, Father, that you have supplied for us through your son, Jesus Christ, through his death Amen. and burial and his resurrection. 
Yes, So, sir. Lord, we thank you for it. We thank you that you open the eyes of our understanding. We thank you that our minds are renewed. We thank you, Father, that we all have a, a sense of urgency, that we need to know your word, that we need to, that we need to know you through your word, and that we need, we need to know ourselves through your word, and we need to know others through your word, Father. Thank you, sir. So, Father, we thank you for that. Father, I lift up my dear sister Jamie, who I just met today. Lord, we thank you that you had us cross paths, and you had us cross paths for a reason. And thank yes. you, Lord, that you bless her, that you strengthen her and her inner man by your spirit. Lord, I thank you that I ask you, Lord, that you would send Bible teachers, Bible-believing teachers, uh, spirit-filled teachers in her path, that she would hear the word of God. All the things that she's hungering and thirsting after, that she would hear the Lord, and that she would know, begin to know who she is in Christ Jesus, Father, that she would know, that she would receive her her heavenly language, Father, and that she would receive the heavenly language, her language of faith, and Lord God, and she would receive receive everything that's supernatural, everything that's for every believer that she would learn about it, she would hear about it, she would receive that word into her heart, Lord, and that she would be transformed into the image of Christ as you desire for all of us to do. We thank you for Jamie. We thank you for her children and her grandchildren. We thank you for, Lord, that you bless her, you bless her family, and her mom. She mentioned her mom, and, Lord, that you would bless her, her mom with health and strength, yes. and, Lord, that they would feel your love, that just saturate them with your love and your presence, Lord God, and let them know from this day forward they will never be the same. So, Father, right. thank you for it. And thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Done. Amen. Glory to God. Done. Helen. Thank what? you. We love you all so much. Have a wonderful week. Blessed, and um, we'll be here next week. Amen. Amen. Hey. Go on, take a we love you all. Good night. We love you we all. Love you. Good night. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Good night.